0: I got, I got a text from my brother. Man, your brother's
1: got all the the, uh, the pickup hoops A news. Who, Wait a minute, Eli? No, Lucas. My brother Lucas. Who
0: got a text from his friend who said, you should have been at rec league last night. Tony Jones got a tech and got kicked out of the game.
2: What? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious?
0: 100% serious.
2: <laughs> Tis true.
0: You have to serve a multi-game
1: suspension, is that right?
2: I have to sit out eight minutes of, of Tuesday's game.
1: Oh, we're, we're into the minutes of the suspension? <laughs>
2: well, so, you know, you get a tech and you're attacked and you have to sit out. Well, I got a tech with eight minutes left in the game, and the other team got a six-point play because of it. <laughs> and um um so i basically lost my team the game so the greg casey eric woodyard um alan dave brian <laughs> jeremy let's
1: go for everyone
2: i'm sorry <laughs> So what happened was, basically, Kane Fitzgerald was officiating our game. Well, a Kane Fitzgerald clone who was very old with glasses. And, you know, every time the other team would miss, they got to the foul line and they got some free throws, and I just got tired of it. I was like, yo, if we can't defend that, like, the dude literally jumped backwards into Allen, and I just, all I did was imitate it rather forcefully, and then, you know, Cain Fitzgerald clone was like, Tech, you're out of here. I just can't believe that
1: you, of all people, lost your head. (laughs) (laughs) All right, welcome back. We had a
2: 15 point lead, man. No, no, we got to, we got to. Now, now I need therapy. Okay, (laughs) we had a 15 point lead in the second half. We were up 52 to 37 and lost the game.
1: Oh, buddy, I'm sorry. I'm more sorry for Eric, but
2: or were you more sorry that you were not there to see this?
1: That's true. Uh, that's uh, we're the most sorry for that. <laughs> All so, right,
0: weekly run podcast.
2: Hello, Aaron Falk, Tony Jones,
1: Kyle
0: Goon.
2: We're back. We're, we're
0: back. Um, I can't. These levels
1: are they're bothering me. Um,
2: that ref bothered me.
1: <laughs> Tony's levels <laughs> might be slightly up. His volume and blood pressure. Kane
2: Fitzgerald clone. That's that's his name.
1: You guys having a good off season?
2: Until until Tuesday.
1: It's going swimmingly for Tony. I've heard.
2: Yes. But
1: well, there there is no off season, Aaron.
2: Did you have any crabs
1: when you were in Maryland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had some crab cake. It was great.
2: No, did you? You need to get the crabs with the, the that require you to put the newspaper down so you can. I know.
1: I d- I didn't get that far. Well, I don't I even know how to, how
0: to dig out of this hole. <laughs> um, we, wanted, we, we, we set out to talk about the NBA draft. I think that was the initial plan. Um, Jazz have 21 and 52?
2: Yes, picks 21 and 52.
0: And you're liking this draft, Tony.
2: I like this draft a lot.
0: What compared to? Give, give me some like a comparison, like a, a year or or a group that you might think is sort of similar in in talent or depth. Is this does this remind you of any other years?
2: Well, similar to last year, and and uh, it's it's really uh, top heavy in terms of talent, and there's depth through the first round. Um, I don't think there's as much depth in the second round. Like I don't think you're going to get a Dylan Brooks in the mid forties. Um, uh, like Memphis did um I don't think you're gonna get a Jordan bell at thirty eight like uh Chicago did, and then sell them to Golden State for three million dollars um but um the first twenty five picks look really really good to me,
0: and all right, let's go you you gave us your top five a couple of weeks ago. How much has that changed
2: um Well, you know the rumor is that Michael Porter Jr. his his stock is rising, which doesn't surprise me because uh, heading into uh, the fiscal school year, um, he was um, thought to pretty much universally thought to be a top three, even a top two pick. Um, It seems uh, that DeAndre Ayton has has solidified his spot at the top. you know, people like Mo Bamba, Jaron Jackson Jr., um, Michael Porter, obviously Luka Doncic, uh, Marvin Bagley. Um, you know, it's just a really, 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 really good first first six, five to seven, seven people. Um, so this is it's going to be a good draft, and and I think it's going to be, I think it has a potential to be a crazy draft because I think that. Um, there are teams that are going to try to maneuver. I think there are teams that are t- going to try to maneuver into the top ten. I think that Phoenix is going to try to uh, squeeze out a second lottery pick. Um, you know, and this uh, it's it's going to be interesting. And I think that there's going to be uh, a lot of depth. In, and I think that. There are gonna, there's gonna be a lot of quality depth as you get through the teens in, in the early t- early to mid 20s. We'll,
0: we'll get into jazz stuff here in just a second, but do you like Ayton as as clear number one? I mean, not just will Phoenix draft him, but talent wise, is he the top guy for you?
2: Uh, for me, I think Doncic is is the top guy. I mean, I think the the issue with Doncic um, is a is 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 two or three fold. Um, I think the scouts feel that he doesn't have the upside uh, of an Aiton or a January Jackson Jr. or a Mo, Mo Bamba. Well,
0: he is
1: 19, right? So mm-hmm. he's basically washed.
2: Yeah, he's basically washed. Yeah, he's way too old. <laughs> way too old.
1: Well, Tony and I were talking about this the other day. Um, you know, I think personally I would love to see what having an actual guy who can run an offense does for a Phoenix Suns roster, which has, like, these crazy athletes um, and and a great scorer in Devin Booker, but just not much direction. I mean, you, it, they're just to watch a Suns game is just just watch guys run up and down the floor, sort of without purpose. And and I kind of am interested in seeing sort of a small um, small line, well, quote unquote small, but like because Doncic six eight, but seeing you know Doncic. Josh Jackson and and Devin Booker play together with a lot of ball booming. I think that would be a really interesting team, or at least a really interesting young core. But, you know, I guess uh, Ayton is sort of kind of that classic look of of prospect that that goes number one.
2: I just want to see Luka and and Igor together. Right? Because I think that could be a really dynamic duo. Um, You know, the the other thing about Donchich, I mean, people question his top end athleticism. How does that? Is his athleticism or lack of translate to the NBA? But for me, I just think he's the best basketball player in the draft. And you know, in this, in today's NBA, when you're six foot eight and you can play the one, to two, to three, possibly even the four, and you can play make plays like Doncic can, um, to me, that's just hard hard to pass up. But it appears that Phoenix will. So,
0: so let's go. Let's let's talk. Jazz range here, um, sitting at twenty one. Obviously, with a you know a good team already in place, what direction do you think they go? Is this is this a? I mean, obviously, it's a, they always say best player available, but is this a project pick? Is this someone that can help them next year? What do you see?
2: Well, I think that's interesting. I mean, you know, what are the Benefits to drafting, say, a Grayson Allen, who is probably a safe pick, somebody that you know we all know what you're probably going to get from him, as opposed to a Troy Brown, who you know the the swingman out of Oregon, who's going to be 18 on draft night, um, I believe the second youngest person in the draft, and um, who's a guy that you know you're probably going to have to wait on for a few years. I mean, so what's the benefit? Um, of that, and I think that if if you're the Jazz, you can make you can make an argument on both. I mean, you can make an argument that you know you, you want to try to add to your rotation, uh, and then maybe somebody like a Grayson Allen can come off the bench and be your eighth guy, or you know you can make the argument that hey, you know, with or without this draft pick, you're if you're the Jazz, you're probably going to win 50 games um, next year. So why not, you know, bank on, you know, one of the best developmental staffs in the league and draft somebody that, that, that needs to be developed, but could pay off in the long run. And, and as opposed to maybe even trading out of the draft, you know, maybe a veteran becomes available, um, you know, for the 21st pick, so similar to to what the Jazz did two years ago with, with George Hill. So, um, I think it's, it's a, um, it's a definite balancing act um, you know but you know I think with Dennis Lindsay I mean I think you have to be prepared for anything
0: do you see a window that I mean that's that's better for them to make that move because obviously you still have to go through Golden State who dominant team doesn't look like you know breaking up anytime soon but if they if there are going if they are going to have any sort of breakup looks like maybe, 2020 kind of a thing so do you see that like impacting decision making around the league if not the jazz
2: well i think i think if you're the jazz you have to do what you have to do to try to get on the elite levels because you never know in this business like you never know what's going to happen in 2020 you don't know what's going to happen in 2021 you know and then you think don't know what's going to happen next year I don't know what's going to happen next week.
1: I do. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think in, in the spirit of what Tony's saying, I, I think you just have to prepare the best possible team to, to I mean, you know, uh, people were talking about Draymond and this year, maybe not playing um, quite to the levels he had been in previous years, and and maybe he breaks down. Maybe there's a freak injury. Maybe there's – um something going on off the court that that influences someone's play i mean i think you just you have to be prepared to be the best team um every season and now there's no something you have to do for like you know i I think tony has said before um the jazz may be able to clear up space for 2019 free agency i mean that that's probably a good goal as well and they, they need to kind of set up the dominoes for that but at the same time um you know, I, I think the Jazz at this point with with two really good players and in, in Rudy and Donovan, they have to be prepared to, you know, try and make a run every year if they can.
0: All right, let's let's name some names. Um, in that twenty one range, uh, is there anyone that's come through for a workout here that you particularly like at twenty one?
2: Um, well, Troy Brown has come through for, for a workout and. Dante DiVincenzo from Villanova has worked out, and um, um, Eli Acobo, the point guard from France, uh, has worked out. Melvin Fraser has worked out. Um, so there have been, you know, a lot of prospects um, that have come through um, that that could conceivably be a 21. Um, people who haven't worked out include Kevin Herter, uh, from Maryland. Um.
1: But, but they, they have a good beat on him, correct? They they saw him at the combine?
2: Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, you want to get everybody, I mean, you want to get guys in. I mean, you know, here's the thing. I mean, you, you don't necessarily have to work out for the jazz for the jazz to draft you, um. You know, they drafted Dante Axum, and Dante Axum basically refused to work out here. Um, y- you know, um, you know, and then on the flip side, they worked out Trey Lyles, and Trey Lyles had a heck of a workout here, and then he didn't work out here. Um, so it's, it's you know, it's it's not an exact, exact science, and the Jazz are not afraid to draft somebody if they think that that hasn't worked out here, if they think that that person is the best player uh on the board. So if Chandler Hutchinson, uh you know, the scoring wing from Boise State, um if he if the Jazz feel like he's the best player on the board, um, then and he hasn't worked out here, they're not gonna be afraid to draft him. Um, you know, Cater Base Jop has worked out here. He had a
1: mixed results.
2: <laughs> he had a great workout. And, he had a great. He he went out with a bang. <laughs>
1: that was bad. Went out with a flop. Well, have you, have you heard this story? Kade Bates, yeah, basically was doing the media interview, um, started giving one-word answers, and then asked out, and, and it, it seemed it seemed like he, he was dealing with a mix of conditioning issues and maybe some back cramps. Um, and then he
2: hugged Andy Larson on his way down that, that it's might it's be a embellishment a, but
0: <laughs> just a comforting figure Andy
2: <laughs> yeah
1: it would but that was a that, that was a startling impression for us because I've never never seen that before and I don't know if you guys have ever seen that before but um that was that was real different um but but we did hear that he had a good workout so and he'll be in that range d- um,
0: want to talk the herder thing obviously people talk about guarantees we've talked about those before but doesn't seem like the jazz are in the business of giving first round guarantees the jazz did
2: not give kevin herter a guarantee
0: why why not tony
2: because they don't give
1: guarantees (laughs) i could see um kevin herter talking to the jazz um about if i'm there at 21 would you look hard to draft me and the jazz saying yes i could i could see that conversation happening i couldn't see we will definitely draft you if you're there i mean that that seems like a wrong-footed well, move.
0: Just, it just ham. I mean, either you're going, you can go against your word, or you're hamstrung. If somebody falls to you, it's just a silly thing to do.
2: What happens if if Lonnie Walker falls to 21?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it just it doesn't make business sense to do that.
2: Yeah, It doesn't at all, uh, and that's why it didn't happen. So, um, I, I wasted a good half of my day telling people that it didn't happen. We go through this every year.
1: Yeah, every year. Who was it last year? It was uh, uh, the kid from, uh, from Michigan. Michigan.
2: It was it was it was DJ w- DJ. Yeah. Uh, what
1: was DJ's last name? Kareem would know. <laughs> DJ Wilson.
2: DJ Wilson, the six ten shooter from Michigan. Yeah, who did nothing for Milwaukee this year.
1: Yeah, he did even less for the
0: Jazz, who did not draft him. <laughs>
2: he might have done more for the Jazz than he did for the Bucks.
0: It's uh, yeah. So I mean. Perfect example. There are reports that this guy gets a guarantee. You make a move for Donovan Mitchell. Do, I mean, it just you yeah, don't you don't make, make the guarantee. Yeah,
2: it, it didn't happen. Okay, but Kevin Herder is a, a really really nice prospect, and, I, and I'm, I struggle to say good things about Maryland. Players. Well, I mean,
1: that's that's a big intangible, just character, choosing to go to Maryland, a great school. Do you think um, he ever got the? Uh, the crabs on the newspaper. <laughs> I'm sure he got the crabs on the newspaper.
0: I
2: mean, well he was smart enough to get out of there before <laughs> before Mark Turgeon messed his game up. So um but there's a lot to like about Kevin Hurt. I mean he's six foot seven, um he can he can score in a lot of ways. I mean he can shoot off the move, uh he can create his own shot. Um,
1: he's a step back guy, which is seemingly increasingly more important in the league. Yeah, I mean
2: he, he can score a lot of ways. I mean, I really, you know, he's see somebody that, that I think that um could come in and 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 you know, he's a shooter. He's somebody that, you know, the the Jazz need a, or another knockdown shooter.
0: Yeah. Um our good friend Ben Anderson had a piece the other day just about how much good shooting is in that range. You you feel like a, a shooting wing is the most likely kind of target just given the the abundance of
2: well i mean i think you could look at a shooting wing you can also look at um the thing that i like about Cade bates drop is that he measured at six foot eight and a half at the combine which makes him a real nice stretch power forward option uh, or a combo power forward uh, combo forward option um you know maybe a shy Gildas mm-hmm. alexander six six point guard out of Kentucky, maybe he's there at twenty one. Um and and that's an enticing option. Elliot Kobo is an enticing option as well because he's a really athletic scoring point guard. Um you know, he's he's a guy that kinda fits with Mitchell and that real you know, he's kinda of a real dog on the floor. The um, thing
1: the thing I like about Kobo is just playing overseas professionally you can tell that his body's kind of kind of thick he's not going to be pushed around um and he's he's played a lot in the pick and roll um and this is just you know random overseas highlight videos but he's played a lot in the pick and roll so that's not going to be unfamiliar to him I mean and and with Quinn Snyder's style being heavily in European influence I think um he's probably ready to play in a system uh similar to to what he played in Europe what do you like about uh,
0: Divincenzo?
2: Um, I love his athleticism. Um, I don't like his measurements. Um, his wingspan uh, isn't great. His standing reach isn't great. Um, obviously, he's six foot four, but he's exceptionally athletic, and he's a good shooter, and he's a fearless guy. And coming from Villanova, uh, he's come from a real um, he's come from a really, really great program. Um, and, you know, and, and, and Dante played off the bench. Um, and, 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 I think that, uh, he knows what it's like to, to really compete and to have to compete, uh, for time. And there's a lot of internal competition on this jazz team. So, um, there's a lot to like. I like the way he, f- uh, um, Proved that he can score off the dribble uh, in the combine, uh, a lot of pick and rolls that led into to one dribble mid-range pull-ups. Um, he got to the, he got all the way to the basket. Uh, his shot from the perimeter looked good. Um, you know, it, so I think there's a lot to like, uh, withstand his measurements notwithstanding. Um, but there's a lot to like about him.
1: You watch much Chandler Hutchison?
2: Um, so
1: a, a little. The big thing I saw of him was when he came to Utah and and busted out wide open <laughs> in the NIT. Um, and and he's really good. I mean, at the college level, he's capable of, of taking games over. I wonder if that really translates to the NBA. Um, you know, decent length. Um, and and size. Um, you know, if, but also you have to kind of question. He spent three years kind of against Mountain West competition, which doesn't mean what it used to mean. Uh, and then you have to kind of question if, if he's such an NBA-ready athlete, you know, why didn't he leave earlier? Uh, I'm sorry, senior. So he's, he was a senior. Um, so I, I don't know. He also didn't go to the combine. I think he pulled out. Um, he reportedly has a first-round guarantee from somebody. From somebody. Maybe, probably the, the Jazz. Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I don't know. I mean, he could probably score. He's like Tony was referring to this group of guys. I mean, there's two kinds of, there's two basic kinds of guys. Guys who, you know, safely you can kind of say, okay, this might, this might be their role next year and this is my, might be what they bring. But um, at the same time, might not have that same kind of upside. He's a so so shooter. I mean, sh- shot about 36% from college three point line last year. So you have to wonder exactly what he's going to do that, that makes him um, a really strong NBA role player, except just have length. I
0: heard on the TV that Donovan Mitchell isn't a, a very good shooter.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I heard he has to work really hard to get to the basket and score.
0: The Colin, Colin, oh, the Colin, Colin. Coward piece, comparing Mitchell to Rose Westbrook. John Wall.
1: First of all, if, as if that's, like, the worst thing in oh, the world. I know. I know. All very yeah, good it, it
2: wasn't a. he compared them to, like, the worst attributes to each player. It wasn't a flat Well, Colin Coward
1: has a real weird thing about all those players. John Wall especially. John Wall especially, which I just don't understand.
2: Hold on. Let me do my Colin. You know, really athletic. They're exhausted by the time they have to get to the playoffs. <laughs> when when Russell Westbrook and Donovan Mitchell get to the playoffs, they're exhausted because can't shoot.
1: Donovan Mitchell had 22 points in a quarter twice in the playoffs. Hold on. I'm doing my Colin Collar question. Okay. Impression. Sorry. I'm getting
2: <laughs> Can't shoot. Teams lay off of them. And all of a sudden, teams lay off of them because they can't shoot. You have to go to the basket. That's why I like Ben Simmons.
0: That was good. (laughs) That was good. He
2: immediately transitions to Ben Simmons. That's insane.
1: That was good. Are you kidding me? And then then Donovan Mitchell had more three-pointers last year than any rookie ever in NBA history. Get the hell out of here. What are you talking about? I, th- I love the whole things like, I go to Park City a lot. I watch a lot of jazz games. So I was like, no. Big rude Sports guy. AT, <laughs> AT&T West or whatever it is now.
2: Ben Simmons and Jason Tatum. They got better in the playoffs. Donovan Mitchell did. Oh, man. Uh, well, Super Colin, bad. actually, Donovan av- averaged 29 a game and scored 37. My eyebrows game, are
1: man. singed off just by this impression. It is good. I actually think that you're a middle-aged white man right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is somewhat relevant. Did you see Boris Diaw's uh, going to join the Navy Reserve in France?
0: I did not see that.
1: What a, what a man of the world.
0: This, oh. this is like the first step in his mission to Mars. Like, he's definitely... <laughs> he is definitely going to be... The is
2: Boris the-, the most interesting man? I mean... In the world. In the
0: world? Probably not in the world. In the NBA,
2: In for the, sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, I really believe them that he would go and live on Mars, if he could. He said he would take the one way trip. He he's not coming back, Tony, to Mars.
1: He's he's done all there is to do here, as far as I'm concerned.
0: So this is this makes sense to me. You get into some military French space program. How, <laughs> how is the French space program doing these days?
1: Um, I, I don't know. I know they got decent aerodynamic companies over there. <laughs> That's all I know. I don't know that much, Aaron.
2: This is ridiculous. All right.
1: Um looking. All right.
0: Anyone else you want to highlight at twenty one?
2: So let's talk some Troy Brown.
1: Okay. I'd love like, to talk Troy Brown. Because
2: I think Troy Brown is a is a is a prospect that it's kind of um. Um he's kind of a hot prospect both ways. I mean, some people don't really like him, some people really don't. Shout out to Mark Whalen, uh who um did just tremendous work uh pre draft. Um he's part of Jazz Twitter. Um yeah, shout out to him. He hates Troy Brown.
1: I, I feel like <laughs> have, I I've, really like him though. Ha- having watched a little bit of Troy Brown um, when you see his highlights, you feel like he should have been more impactful than he actually was for Oregon. Um, I, I think what he is right now is sort of a pretty fluid ball handler, a pretty good playmaker, an iffy shooter. And if, if that shooting doesn't come along, what's his upside? Um, that, that's kind of what I worry about. I think he's a decent enough athlete. He doesn't have exactly the length you want for a six, seven guy, uh, with a, a, a a 6'10 wingspan, um, but he is young. Maybe that jump shot can be worked on. I think it's probably a couple years-long project to to make him an offense a scoring viable player.
2: I am drawn to guys like Troy Brown, who are versatile on both sides of the ball, who can switch a number of positions, who are 6'7", who can play to 1 to 2 to 3. Um, really good feet. 18 years old, well spoken, jazz DNA through and through. I think if Troy Brown is, if 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 the Jazz got Troy Brown, I think that that's a good pick. I really can't. Good pick.
1: I can see how he fits in a way, um, but I, I I I don't know. I still think he's probably a project pick that you know three years from now is when you really judge how that pick has gone for the Jazz. Yeah, like Tony said. I mean. It's a decent staff to
0: to have a to be given a project. So sure.
2: you know that that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing that I think you know I'm in armored with. I mean, the Jazz are in a good spot, with or without this draft pick. They're gonna but, win a lot of games next year.
1: But at the same time, you you probably want a guy who can contribute to a a playoff caliber team.
2: Yeah. And I think that you want a guy that could possibly pay off really big time down the road as well. And I think that there's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, because, I mean, even Golden State, I mean, they're obviously they got their core four guys, but guys like Kevon Looney really made a difference in the playoffs from being a draft pick three years ago.
2: <laughs> and they're going to lose them. And they're going to lose them. Kevon's going to get paid.
0: Um, second, Second round... Total crapshoot for me. But do you see them stashing somebody, even keeping the pick, trying to trying to sell that off?
2: Yeah, I mean, they, you could go a lot of ways at fifty two. I mean, you know, Joe Bollumboy was picked picked that late. I mean he made the team, but I mean, usually a fifty two, you know, guys gonna be stashed overseas, um, or gonna have a hard time. Making if you're in the fifties, I'd I'd almost rather not be drafted than to be drafted in the fifties because then you can go to. You can go to as a free agent. You can go to a, a situation where you actually have a chance to. You can pick out the best situation for you in terms of having a chance to to, to to make an impact and make a roster.
1: You know, one way they could go if they go Kevin Herter is get Justin Jackson and just go Maryland, Maryland. That'd probably be a good.
2: Well, Justin Jackson's trash. So. <laughs> you're trash. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> oh, Hoyas. Uh,
0: any any free agency stuff you want to you want to touch on? No, let's
2: go? touch on it when you're going to wait touch you're on. You're going to wait. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, well, guys, I think that's it.
2: Love you guys.
1: I love you too, man. Kyle.
2: Kyle. Just keep swimming.
1: Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep Mm -hmm. swearing. Mm -hmm. We'll be back. Bye.